1: The legendary John Bon Jovial. Thank you so much for that eloquent introduction. You do that so well, and you always do it. I do, don't with, I? You always do it with the same mouth. I've noticed that. You never uh, once change. And it's a
0: very unique talent
1: that I have. Yes, and fortunately, yes, it yes. is unique. Let's keep it that way. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> we are so happy to be back with you again after that little uh, sabbatical. And uh, I can tell you that uh, <laughs> the rumors of COVID 19 being a joke are not true it is very real and it also has very different strains out there and different people react differently it hits people differently and you have different symptoms i know in my case i had all of the body aches i had a little bit of the sniffles i did not get the fever but um <laughs> i did get sick let me tell you i uh as a matter of fact i spent a uh, I spent, what, four or five days at the uh, local Hilton Hospital here, and uh, they were glad to get rid of me as I was glad to get out of there. And uh, well, anyway, we're back here. We've got more music, madness, and some great talent to talk to. As a matter of fact, today, we could rename this The Smith Show, because everybody on here is named Smith today, except for... A legendary John Bon Jovial and yours truly. So let's start it off with something that isn't Smith, but I think you're going to like. They call themselves Ten Penny Gypsy, and here they are.
2: me ever around to that solid ground worth fighting
1: Maybe someday. That's Lonesome No More. They call themselves Tenpenny Gypsy, and that's from an album that came out in July, actually. But I wanted to include them here because they are gathering a lot of speed and they're getting a lot of notice. It's an Americana group out of Little Rock, Arkansas, and they have a really hot album. If you like their sound, check it out. It's called Fugitive Heart and the group is Ken Penny Gypsy. I think you're going to really like them. If if you like that song, I know you're going to like them, and I think we're going to be hearing a lot more from them. What about you, John Bon Jovi?
0: Yeah, I liked uh, the style of it, but I like that particular style of country music. Uh, it's just such a smooth and folky feel to it, and uh, so I, I think that If this is representative of their new record, then, yeah, I know that I would like it very much. But I want to get away from that for just a second and just to let you know that, you know, you and I have known each other, what, about 45 years? Yeah, somewhere around that. Yeah, and, uh, you know, when I found out, when you told me that both you and Sandy uh, caught the coronavirus, I was so scared for you and so worried sick about you. (laughs) Well, and I was a little I worried myself. so grateful that you've recovered and that you're okay. And I, and I, you're my friend. And I truly mean that
1: from the bottom of my heart. Well, I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart. And uh, yeah, uh, I was a little bit worried myself and uh, uh, that, uh, that played on my nerves a little bit, but uh, we made it, we got through it. And I remember the day that uh, I was being discharged and the, the uh, doctor came to give me that last once over. And he looked at me and he said, Mr. Bowers, you beat the COVID. And I was a little skeptical. I, I, I was really excited as all heck, but I was holding that little bit of skepticism. I was like, okay, I'll check back with you in the week just to be sure. But yes, it's, uh, <laughs> it's good to be by that. And uh, we are very thankful for that. We're also thankful for, you, our listeners, for our friends at WRFZ, FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio in Rochester, New York, who carry our show, and also for Mary Perry, uh, who underwrites the show on Rochester Free Radio. We thank you so much, Mary, and uh, we look forward to a long time in working with you you've been wonderful to us we want to thank you we want to thank as well our friends at uh, Rochester free radio as I said and also uh, over at the House of guitars in Rochester New York because uh, they have this they have this thing about our show where they uh, they listen to us and pipe us through the store and out onto the street and everything and we're really really happy about that I want to take a moment for our uh, our uh, V. David Bowers Award of the Week, and uh, we want to do two of them real quick, like right here. One is to you, our listeners, for uh, your dedication, for always coming back and listening to our show and making it possible, really, because without you, we wouldn't be here, and also for all of the wishes and notes and messages that I've received from you during my recent little sabbatical. I want to thank you so much for all the kind thoughts and prayers that really, really meant an awful lot to me, and I do appreciate each and every one of them. And the other award I want to include here, and we are squeezing for time because I want to get to the show, but I want to issue a V. David Bowers Award to one of our more frequent visitors and that would be Nikki Chris. And uh, the delightful and talented young lady has just started her own radio show. She has a show now on Word of Mom Radio. It's a monthly show, and uh, it's called Mixing It with Nikki Chris. And she supports independent women in the music and entertainment industry. You can learn more about this monthly radio segment. And uh, it will be coming up uh, the next time will be the next Monday. It would be uh, Monday the 12th, and uh, that's a couple of days away from the initial broadcast of this show. Look for it. Second Monday of each month, you'll find her online at Word of Mom Radio. Her name is Nikki Chris, and her show is Mixing It with Nikki Chris. Right now, we get got to mix it with some music because we've got a big show today, and we have all these Smiths to introduce. And here's the first one. He goes by the name of Grant Malloy Smith. This is... I reckon.
2: I did my homework every night. I've been to college once or twice. I light the surface knife in the kitchen drawer. Every time I went to strike I always heard my daddy say Boy, you can't forget the work you were put here for Wiser men and me should preach So well, I got something I can teach These are things that I've found i just passing and on down There's a kinder word to say A better way to pray There's hope in every smile, love in every child, I reckon The higher up you climb, the bigger hills you find, I reckon This is what my daddy said, I reckon Got a job and I bought a truck I found a girl who shook me up We turn those bricks into a loving home Bills call, babies cry We make up after every fight My diet says life ain't like a TV show Why is there men There's hope in every smile, love in every child. I reckon. The higher up you climb, the bigger his you find. I reckon. It's Tell me, that I need a word or two. I had faith, but I turned it in. It's hard to be my own kids I lie awake and wonder what...
1: Smith, I reckon he is standing by and waiting to talk to us. Hello, Grant. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you all doing? We're doing a lot better than we were a couple of months ago at this time, I'll tell you.
3: And we're <laughs> oh, I'm so, so happy you're able, able to you're be here better.
1: with us today. It's uh, I know we had to postpone this well, once already, mm-hmm. and uh, yep. it's good that we're finally getting to talk because it has been a while. That's a great song, yeah. a powerful song. Did you write that yourself? Yes, sir. I write all my own that songs. Is, yeah, I thought you did. I wanted to be sure that we got the credit where credit was due. And that is a mm-hmm. you know, that's a a powerful song. It, it kind of subtly reaches you. You it just builds up and all of a sudden you realize, hey, this is a this is a message and it's a it's a good song. I really yeah. like it. John well, Bon Jovi, what are your thoughts?
0: Well, I tell you what. I've listened to a lot of Grant's music uh, over the few months, and uh, you know, I, I I see some of uh, Grant's uh, see some I, Grant. I see some of your your posts on Facebook. Some of them are downright mm-hmm. hilarious, and some of them are uh, just you know downright serious. And and uh, and judging from what I see, I sometimes I think I can I can see where you know some of the inspiration for your music may come from. Uh, -hmm. that's a beautiful song. I reckon Uh, it, it, you know, what, what was the thought process that went into that?
3: Well, I was just thinking back one day about all the things that, you know, my daddy would try to get into my fuzzy little brain when I was growing up and some of the lessons stuck, you know, some of them didn't because, you know, when you're especially a young man, you kind of think, you know, everything. You realize later you, you really didn't know anything hardly, and, <laughs> really. and you have to make some mistakes on your own and fall down and get a bloody nose and then go, oh, you know, that's what my dad told me about, isn't it? Yeah, well,
4: so, uh, but that's, I think, brother, nature. That the you know, truth? You
3: just got to learn it. <laughs> uh, so I wanted to write a song about that, that kind of idea where you, some lessons you can learn, some you kind of have to learn yourself, but uh, the, the idea is to try to pass it down, whatever you can, to the next generation.
1: You did an uh, excellent job. Hope,
3: hope for the best. Thank yep, you
1: you did an excellent job there. And I, uh, I hope a lot of people will listen to that because there's a, there's a lesson to be learned as well as a, a great song to listen to. And you're known for some great music and you're also known for working a lot with emerging upcoming artists, unsigned artists. And uh, one mm-hmm. of your, uh, one of your projects that you have built up, uh, very you build it up very well in a short period of time you call the indie collaborative can you tell us a little yeah. about that
3: sure it's it's a worldwide organization of about two thousand two hundred um, musicians ind- independent musicians including nikki chris who i just heard you talk about right we've, we've played together in hollywood once or twice and around the country um and it's just about forming or helping musicians connect together to kind of form collaborations and some of them are really unexpected P- people come together you'd never believe would be a match but but they are and uh I, it's, it's just been so rewarding because i get to i get to meet all these people from all over the world and we get together sure. and do show showcases and shows and that kind of thing it's just uh, just a whole lot of fun and it's, it's and kind of its own reward you know
1: i know what you mean that's kind of like the feeling we get during uh doing this show we don't get to physically meet, uh, you know, all of the guests that we have on the show, but we do get to meet mm-hmm. them as guests. And uh, that is yeah. a, uh, it's a thrill beyond belief, uh, just like sitting and talking with you as well and makes your, your work makes you uniquely qualified to do What uh, we try to do here with our recurring feature, Rockstar 101, where we talk about, you know, what it takes to make it in the music industry today, because it's different than it was, you know, it's different than it was 10 minutes ago. And uh, I, I thought maybe you would be able to offer some advice to upcoming artists that are looking to make their way into and up the ladder of the music industry today what would you recommend they would do as a, well, start with an overview, a, a game plan, if yeah. you will.
3: Sure. Well, I always describe the whole music thing as a coin. It's, you know, a coin has two sides. You have the mm-hmm. face of the coin and the tail, or the heads and the tail. And one side of the coin you could look at as the music itself, you know, the art of the music, the art and the craft of it. And that's for us musicians, that's the fun part. That's the, And in fact, it's kind of like, the easy part, in a way, it's. Not, I'm not saying it's easy to always write great songs. It's not. But I mean, in terms of the what's on the tail of the coin, it's the easy part for most musicians. The other side is the business part, which is not so much fun normally for artsy kind of people, <laughs> because it requires a lot of diligence and perseverance, and you get you face a lot of rejection. You know, on the other side of the coin, people clap for you every four and a half minutes you know and they go yay <laughs> sure. that was wonderful and they might give you some money on the other side of the coin you get rejected far more no one's clapping for you you know you got to you face a uphill battle all the time i think the important thing not to depress anybody but is just to impress the idea that you need to you need to recognize that there's two different sides to this coin and that you have to work them both you can't just do the music and ignore the other side or or let it you know uh, not, not go anywhere. You need to push that side too. And if there's something you don't know how to do, you've got to find someone who can help you do it and someone that you can trust also.
1: That's something that we have, uh, we have heard expressed before and we have tried to uh, repeat it, uh, the thought that it is something you have to work at. It's not something where you just go up and play your music. Uh, it's called a business for a reason and you have yeah. to know you have to know how to deal with the business. John Bon Jovial, you right. have a comment
0: well yeah I mean you know, we, we always hear people say uh, and and of course, I know they're very sincere about it you know you've got to work at this, you've got to be dedicated, you've got to do this, you've got to do that but grant, what I want to know from your perspective, what is mm-hmm. the basic tenet that every artist must achieve? I mean, everybody has their own individual story, their unique story of success or mm-hmm. failure, but those that do succeed, they do it their own way, but what is the basic tenet that is not unique, but universal to all artists that apply their skills and make it in the business?
3: I think the one thing that's in common among everyone who does that is that they have – they know themselves, they know who they are, artistically speaking, and they know what they want to do, and they don't stop until they achieve it. They have a singular vision about what they want to – how they want to present themselves, what they they want their music to do. In a way, I don't mean to trivialize it, but, but they market themselves really, really well. They know, but before you can do that, you have to know who you are. You can't just be copying somebody else. You have to know who you really, truly are, and express that. And then you need to sell that, just like, like it was a McDonald's hamburger. You know, why does what? What are you have to? You do it just the same way they do in business. You make a list of all the features and benefits of that product, and and how you want it to make people feel. And then you go about ramrodding that through the industry. That's the only way you you can do it. I think people that succeed have done that really well. You know, they're, they know who they are and they can get that message out there.
1: Right. And, and another thing that we have heard many times from many guests on the show uh, is the fact that you've got to, you've got to love what you're doing. You don't do it strictly for the money. It's a case of, right. You're doing something that you love. You're working at something that you love and right. the money is, is kind of like a bonus. If you do it right, you're going to make
3: some money down the road. I agree with that. And I, I think one thing I kind of left off in my last little speech there was it has to be honest. You know, whatever your vision for yourself is, it has to be real. It can't be just some made up thing that you're trying to to, to use to try to get somewhere in the business. It has to really be you. Uh, people right. know if it isn't you. If you just are trying to package yourself up like a product and there's no real, you know, like Wendy's commercials used to say, where's the beat? There's no real heart in what you're singing about, or, you know, there's no real love behind what you're doing. I think people right. sense that you need to, you need to be true to yourself and, and really reach people emotionally. You
1: got to be real. And that uh, makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. It's something that's a, that's a tenet that can, uh, can go along with life in general. And, uh, yeah. it's, it's a good one to remember. You're absolutely right there in, in summary, if you would, uh, before we get, because I know we got a, you brought us another song we want to get to as well, but to, to summarize a little bit for an artist that let's say, let's just arbitrarily pick a situation. You've got an artist that has discovered they want to be a professional musician, whether it's a singer, an instrumentalist, a part of a group, whatever they want to be in that realm, yeah. they've got their yep. basics. They know how to play their instrument or sing their parts. And they have done, mm-hmm. you know, they've done some uh, some playing uh, maybe for friends, neighbors, uh, backyard parties, the church, choir, whatever. They want to mm-hmm. take that next step to get into it for real. What should they be looking for? What should they do?
3: Well, I think it's easiest if you can find some some like-minded people that want to do the same thing you want to do, or be part of what you want to do. Um, I mean, it's the it's the cliche, you know, start a band and just start playing around and p- usually for free until you get a big enough following. But um, you could join an existing group too, um, if you know if they're looking for somebody like you. But somehow you got to get off the ground and get into uh, if you if you don't know how to form a group on your own yet because you've never done it before. Then join one, or right. just do do whatever you can to get to get your foot in, so you understand how the whole thing works. What about uh,
0: what, what about the, the clash of egos when you're putting together a band? When you're putting together people that might have like-minded ideas of how to succeed, but 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 they might think that well, it's my way or the highway. How do you handle <laughs> the ego? Trips that are involved in this, and and also how do you how do you handle telling people to just calm the you know what down (laughs) because you know you're not going to get anywhere this way. So uh, I'm just
3: really I've always been kind of curious about that. Yeah, I I went through a little of that when I was much younger because when you're in your twenties, you know that's when that or even earlier that's when that stuff normally happens quite a bit. it doesn't happen anymore because everybody my age is. Mature and they do it for a living. And so it really isn't much ego, you know, I just, I'm making a record right now in Nashville. I, I'm just, I'm hiring some of the best players in the, in town to play on the record. And they don't have, they don't show any ego ever. They don't need to. They're at the top of the
1: game. Right. Exactly. They're so they don't generous have to convince with each
3: other. No. And they're not trying to show off by playing. They're trying to make my record be as good as they can possibly make it. They right. don't have any ego about it. That's true. Sure. The, that's how they get their satisfaction. So I don't know. It's it's tough when you're young because you know you're also immature and you don't, you know you don't know how to really deal with those kind of things. But uh, in my in my case, I was always the band leader, so I could just give somebody their walking papers if they became an issue and were <laughs> That's a good hurting feeling. the band. Just replace them. Well, what it's good to what be kind the King. of
0: uh yeah, it's good to be the king. What what kind of sage wisdom was imparted upon you when you were, you know, a teenager or a 20, 21 year old that think you knew it all because, hey, I can play this here get fiddle pretty good, so
3: you know, I know everything I need to know. I mean, what uh what was said to you? Wow. I don't even know if I remember anymore. I'm sure most of it went in one ear and not the other, and I probably made every mistake you could you could make. Until I think it's just a matter of maturity. You you grow up and you realize, hey, I gotta. This is this really is a business. It's not just my ego and prancing around on stage. We need to put on a good show for the folks. Otherwise, no one's gonna come anymore. You know, it can't be about us. We need to make it about the audience. You should make everything about the audience, not about you. I
0: I think I I think the same thing can be said uh, with you know uh, us ex radio jocks like David and I when when we were young. You know, in our Teens and twenties and starting off in radio, and it was so important to me to be able to do my art, and play my music, and 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 mm-hmm. make sure the segues were just exactly right. And now, you know, I could give a crap less about that because I would much rather just have a conversation.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You relax. You got the yeah.
1: relaxation of maturity.
3: <laughs> yeah. And another yeah.
1: thing, another thing you said. Uh,
3: brought up some
1: memories in my mind when you were talking about uh joining a group uh the common purpose working on your art and craft instead of uh you know trying to be uh, a superstar your first time out and everything brought back mm-hmm. memories of a, uh, a a friend of mine and uh, uh, and john's and that's uh, bob shane the late bob shane of the kingston trio and mm-hmm. uh, i remember talking with him and uh, john i think you were. I think you were there for this conversation. We were sitting in his living room and uh, we, we got down to the, you know, stuff we hadn't talked about the little details and everything. And I asked him, I said, you know, How did you actually get started? I mean, everybody knows you went up to San Francisco. You guys were playing music, and you played at the Hungry Eye, and boom, you were stars overnight. How did you actually get started? And he
0: he told us conversation.
1: (laughs) He told his little story. He said, Dave, i got to be honest with you. We had no idea of becoming stars. He says, we knew these guys that were playing in town, and they were making money and they were meeting girls. And he said, frankly, (laughs) we just got the idea that, Hey, we got to go out and perform. We got to go play music (laughs) because the girls (laughs) like people that make play music. And we Mm want to meet the girls. And Mm -hmm. that's how they got started. They, they had a common motivating (laughs) factor. They did what they did well. And, uh, they built a more than a career. They built a legend out of that. But, uh, yeah mm-hmm. I remember laughing with him that night you I know you remember John. you were there for that oh, night. yeah, I remember it very well because we all had a really good chuckle over that yeah we didn't do it to make money, we didn't do it to make me Wait a minute we did it to meet women We, we, we can meet <laughs> hot chicks and get paid oh
0: yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, Grant, it's so wonderful having you here with us, and I hope you hope you do come back again before we before sure. we let you go. I do want to give you a chance to talk about this next song we're going to play and also if there's anything that anything else that you would like to add either about making it in music or about your your own career i mean if you're going to be playing carnegie hall again in the near future or something you'd like to Mm -hmm. mention feel free but uh, also tell us about waiting for the good old days again
3: Yes, sir. Before I launch into that, let me say I'm so glad you're back to health again and you're back with us. And the radio world is, is better off to have you back here. So I'm glad well, about that. You. Thank you.
1: Thank you very much. I'm um, glad
3: to be back. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Um, yeah, I just I do not want to go off too long into that COVID thing, but I'm, I'm sure we all know people who have been yeah. or one of them, who, who've uh, you know been affected by this. And let's hope let's just hope and pray we get through it all. Soon and, and Hopefully, that's that yes. It's a good segue because that's what this song is, is really about. I I wrote the song. It's called "Waiting for the Good Old Days Again." I wrote it. I think it was in April or May. It was like kind of the, the worst point in this, the lowest point of this whole thing, mm-hmm. when it seemed like there was no end in sight, like it was just getting worse every day, and I, no sign of it getting better yet. And I was feeling maybe a little bit sad for myself because <laughs> I hadn't. I I canceled. I lo, I was going to play Carnegie Hall in April. And that got canceled. Everything got canceled. But it wasn't just canceled for me. It was canceled for everybody in the whole sure. business, you know. Um, but by the way, Carnegie's back again, theoretically, this coming April of, of next year. So Fantastic. I will be doing that uh, unless they can't open, you know, for whatever reason. Sure. But uh, uh, not that notwithstanding. So I wrote this song. It's called Waiting for the Good Old Days Again. But I really wanted it to be optimistic, too. Like, you know, we're going to get through this, we're, we're going to get to the other side eventually, and things will be back. To something like what they were before, maybe not 100%, but it'll be a new normal and and better than it is right now. You know, speaking from the worst point of this whole thing. I'm and uh, and then so. because I, I made the song completely by myself because I really had no way to work with anybody else at this moment, <laughs> at that moment. And then I made a video for it too, so that you can watch that on my YouTube channel if you want to. I made the video by myself, which is very challenging. But uh, it kind of it it, it underscores the theme of the song where we're all isolated. You know, that was the worst part of it was not being able to see my friends and even my own family that lived in other places couldn't see anybody. And uh, so I hope you like the song. Yeah, yeah.
1: I was just going to say we want to thank you again for spending time with us and. Telling, you know, telling us about how to make it in the business as well as sharing your music and story. And I mean it very sincerely, Grant. I do hope you'll come back and join us again with some more music and stories. Oh, I'd love to. Thank you so much for having me here, both
3: of y'all. Great.
1: Thank you. Grant Malloy-Smith, ladies and gentlemen. And here he is, Waiting for the Good Old Days Again.
2: Every road that we've been on You don't miss nothing till it's gone Better days might my been, Drinking late and sleeping in TV's on for ten hours straight This means high.
1: Thank you so much for being with us here today, Grant. We look forward to seeing you back here with some new music maybe around March of 2021. Thank you so much. Here on the Smith Show, uh, which we used to call the David Bowers Awards, and uh, since everybody is named Smith today, we have next the group formerly known as Smith Sisters Bluegrass. We're going to talk about their name change right after we listen to Around the Bend. (music)
4: I lost my house, I even lost my friend But things have a way of turning round Something good was around the bend Tables turned and winds have changed My heart, well it did mend Good was around the corner.
2: Barn and a pickup truck My heart was starting to beam Have two little doggies One black one tan And a piggy in a pen Got me a job Three days a week See Blink of an eye, I was up again, and now I'm out of the woods. So I lost my job and I lost my house, I even lost my friend. But things have a way of turning round, something good was around the band. Though so times got passed by, always knew, stay the course and keep holding on. Things get better, they are. Little did I know down the road of peace, round the corner was something good. so good. In the blink of an eye, I was up again, and now I'm out of the woods. So I lost my job and I lost my house, and you know I lost my friends. Things have a way of turning round, things have a way of turning Way up, turning around. Something
1: good around the bend. And there you have Around the Bend by the group formerly known as Smith Sisters Bluegrass. And we'll be talking about that in just a couple of minutes with them. Want to welcome Kelly and Wendy joining us here on the show today. Hello there. So glad to have you here today. And uh, you're coming to us all the way from California today. Uh, You've got a bunch of news to share with us and we are excited to hear about it. First, tell us about the song we just heard around the bend.
4: Well, this is Wendy, by the way. Um, Kelly wrote this song uh, actually a little while back and it just, the tune kind of came together and everything um, during this COVID thing. And, um, the timing of it is perfect because it's um, it's straight from her heart and um, about you know things always seem to turn around. So even though we're in a kind of a lousy spot at the moment, um, a lot of us um, things will get better. It it offers hope. Uh, it I love the song. It's I'm super excited about it and um, think that the timing is just perfect.
1: It yeah. is. There you I- have it. I was I was really impressed with the way the song had evolved from something that uh, that Kelly had come up with sometime in the past and how it evolved and just, it was like it was a natural. It was supposed to happen now. And uh, I, I think that's a, a neat story there. It is. It's a great tune. And I think you're going to get a lot of miles out of it. I know the song is available now everywhere, is it not?
4: Yes, it is.
1: Okay. Yeah,
4: we're really excited about it.
1: I understand yeah. that, and uh, it's also it's also time that we get into the name change because you have taken Smith Sisters to the next level and added a uh, and added a band to your name.
4: Yes. Tell so us we're about. Smith, okay, so we're called Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers, and um basically we decided to change the name because we had heard from many different, um, you know, radio stations and promotions and things like that, that, that by having the name Smith sisters, bluegrass that, you know, because not everybody loves bluegrass that some people might not even listen. And, you know, our, our music's about a message, a positive message. And so we want to make sure that as many people can listen to it as possible. And so, um, you know, it's actually been probably a couple of years that we've been kind of thinking about it, thinking about it. And actually, Ticking Eagle um, was one of the people that suggested it. And um, so we've been kind of thinking about it. And that name, the Sunday drivers just kept kind of sticking with us. We, we thought, you know, it it's kind of represents who we are as, you know, musicians. Mm-hmm. We're kind of laid back. Um, we, we just kind of enjoy enjoy the view I guess and, and you know just I don't know it just felt like it was the right time to change it and we changed it you know just as this new song comes out called Around the Bend and so it's kind of funny right Around the Bend and Sunny Drivers you know exactly
1: you know? yeah there's so, a little bit of yeah, a correlation so, although I, I have yeah. to say that in my, uh, in my knowing you and having worked with you through the show here um, laid back isn't the first uh, isn't the first uh, expression that I think of when I think of you guys because you're always so up and you know you're just ready to go with new ideas and your music and everything. Uh, but I, I understand where you're coming from there. Tell us yeah. About the, tell us about the Sunday Drivers. Okay, so
4: the Sunday Drivers basically. Okay, first of all we are Smith sisters. And, and because our dad passed away, we want, Wendy and I don't have children. And so we want to, we want to leave a legacy mm-hmm. um, for our dad. And so that's why we definitely had to have the name Smith sisters, but there's already another group called Smith sisters. And so, so we thought, okay, well, you know, let's, let's create this, this new name. And, and so what we thought was, you know, the Sunday drivers could also be part, you know, part of the band name, and you know, we we record with um, professional musicians. Both we record with them, and we also play with them live. Um, but but they're not always the same people. So we thought, okay, well, that kind of makes sense too. You know, it's like they just kind of come along with us for a ride. You know, whenever we need them, <laughs> and so so that's that's why um why we did that and the the musicians are actually on our next two upcoming songs um this one around the bend and then another song called barnabas um are um professional musicians out of uh tennessee and uh their their names are wanda vick bill hullett and dave Rowe. um they played for people like johnny cash dolly parton Alabama, um, Wanda Vick was actually just on uh, Huckabee on Huckabee, and um, she she did the tribute to uh, Charlie Daniels yeah, right after he passed away. Yeah, there was a tribute. She's to, amazing. She's oh uh, amazing. And actually, we posted that that video of her on Huckabee on our on our Facebook page, which by the way is Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. <laughs> I'm glad you got that in there. <laughs> be sure to like our our page and we're also on you know twitter and instagram you can find us there um but anyway these musicians are just like the best of the best and and those, the names that i named are just a few of the names but obviously they're huge names that they've recorded with played with um and we just couldn't be more happy to have them have joined us uh, on, these, on these songs they're amazing.
1: Fascinating yeah. concept, too, and they- with the fact that you have the the band actually encompasses a lot of musicians, not always the same ones at any given time, but you're really encompassing them under the same umbrella, and uh, I, I, I think that's a neat idea. What say you, John Bon Jovial? Well, I, I really like the idea
0: of uh, adding the name and the Sunday Drivers, because it really does uh, give you a, uh, a a more commercial presence in in as far as the naming of the musical troupe is concerned, and I'm really mm-hmm. glad to see that you did that, and of course I'm also really glad to see that you do not, ever want to, you know, give up the memory of your father's name. I think that's, you know, that's touching. Uh-huh. And, and, you know, my father passed a number of years back, and uh, I don't know about you guys, but there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about my dad. But what I want to know, yeah. what I'd like to know is, uh, as far as uh, expanding the name of the Smith sisters, what thought processes went into finding the guys that you did find to, to make this a, a more concrete presence in the music scene.
4: Okay. Well, we actually, um, you know, we're part of uh, a music community. And um, one of the, of our friends, who's really become like a sister, she's also a um, Christian music artist. Her name is Cindy Hewlett. She, she's out of Texas and, Um, I've never met her in person. We've never met her in person, but we've been friends with her her for about four years. And um, she actually recommended these people, um, these musicians um, for us. So, you know, and then then when we play, when we play live and things um, and, you know, say, say we plan a tour, we plan on like utilizing different musicians. Most, most bands, like if you think about like Carrie Underwood or, um, you know, the Quaden sisters, um, most of them, if they do like a major tour, will tour, and, and they'll use different musicians throughout the tour. So, um, you know, they're lucky if they get to have the same people. But um, So anyway, that's kind of how it came about. I don't know if I answered your, your question directly, but... Oh no! Yeah, you know, there, there's, there's there's no there's no wrong
0: answer. There's there's no right answer. It it's just the answer. Just the answer, yeah, exactly. Because we want to know what's going through somebody's head as they are developing, you know, the formula for hopefully what will be their success and love in life. So, and I'm, I, I'm glad
1: I just, you brought that yeah, out I, because
0: I, I think it's great the way you've approached it.
1: It is, and I think it's great that you were able to bring that out, girls, and, and express that because we have a lot of listeners. We, we gear the show to a great extent to the upcoming, the emerging musicians and what they need to know to become artists. As a matter of fact, on the second half of the show today, uh, we have Grant Malloy-Smith, who is going to be discussing just that. And I know you guys have uh, have worked him. together in the past. Um, we're excited to have him on the show. We're also running a little bit tight on time, and I do want to get into uh, one other thing here. I want, to, uh, I want to touch on the album that we're going to be playing the closing song from, and that is your uh, children's album, Acapella Family. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to hearing that yes. one as well.
4: Yeah, it's actually um, a best, it's up for best children's album in the Grammys. And um we're we're super excited about mm-hmm. this one. This one we had we worked on the East Coast and the West Coast. Um, actually Steve Polera um, of Stevepolera.com he He um, contacted me again through through my friend cindy and and he didn't know it, but Wendy and I have a, an extensive acapella background. We, that's how we learn music basically. And it was in high school in a choir called a acapella. <laughs> um, but so he asked us to do this record, you know, the recording. If he originally asked, like he said, would you sing on three songs? Well, it ended up being that I co-produced it and we ended up doing 10 songs. <laughs> and um, I came up with all of, all of the backing vocals for both Wendy and I, um, up to about four parts. It was female, you know, just the two of us were on it. And so what we did was it was during COVID, and we had, um, you know, a couple of different studios that we used here on the east on the west coast, and um, which one which is uh, Dave Williams, second floor recording, um, and then my husband Tim Lewis, um, here at my home, <laughs> um, and and so basically what we did was we recorded. Uh, the music and I I actually had to teach Wendy the parts via my cell phone. I'd like send her voice messages from my cell phone with like singing the lines. Um, Now imagine that for a whole album. Um, It was kind of crazy, but, and then what we did was once we recorded it in the two different studios, we were able to send it off to Steve Palera on the East coast and he added it to his recordings. And um, so it's all done without in, without any instrument. There's not one instrument, and there's no pitch correct. So it's like literally our vocals. Great. And um, yeah, it's just it's it was one of the most fun uh, totally things. Totally fun. I right? can tell.
1: Yes. I can tell from listening to this next track that we're going to play that it was a lot of fun. I want to take a second to wish you all the best. You're up for a a bunch of awards. I wish we had time to go through them all, but I want to be sure and get this tune in. Thank you for joining us and telling us about your name change, your new music, and we look forward to hearing much more from you. Again, best of luck with your award nominations. And ladies and gentlemen, here are Smith Sisters Bluegrass, well, they're not Smith Sisters bluegrass anymore, it is now no. Smith Sisters and the Sunday Drivers. And this is from the uh, the Steve Palera album, An Acapella Family.
2: Dong, 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 tick, tock, 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 tick, tock, With a clock that's slowly ticking, tick, and a sink that's always dripping.
4: Oh, I can't get to sleep when it's midnight
2: on the moon Oh, I hope that I can get to sleep soon While I toss and turn, I'm yawning Cause soon it will be morning As the moon lights up my bed with all these sounds that are in my head And it's midnight um, And I hope that I can get to sleep soon I hear the crickets sing to fireflies Who twinkle in the evening skies Oh, I pray for heavy eyes to sleep But I don't Amen. Uh... My grandpa's always snoring, like a lion that is roaring, as I toss and turn in bed, with all these sounds going in my head, when it's midnight, I'm the moon, and I always hope that I can sleep. I hear a rooster crowing tick, tick, tick. as the sun is slowly showing. Tick, 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 tick. Now I'm a sleepy head from all those things I said.
4: Done.
1: Dum. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Night on the That's morning. great. The alarm clock to come in there at the end. <laughs> oh, what a, a what a clever, creative piece of work! I can't wait to hear the whole album. That's got to be that's got to be fun, and that's up for a, uh, for a uh, children for a Grammy for uh, best children's album. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's been a ball being back, and to do this even after a couple of months of vacation there. And we are so glad that you're with us. We've got some great stuff coming up in the future. We've got Dane uh, Cook from Australia. We have a group called The Reverie. Uh, Antoine Jenkins will be joining us, Marmont Memory, Easy's Caravan, and uh, a whole bunch more next week. We have Kaz Hawkins back again and a guy by the name of Pete Thielen you're going to love. We'll be looking for you then. Until then, have a great time. Thank you for welcoming us back. John Bon Jovial, take us home.
0: Well, i tell you what, it's been so great getting back in the saddle again. I have missed doing this. Ladies and gentlemen, you just spent a perfectly good hour with us here at the David Bowers Awards, and we are so grateful that you have done exactly that. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and, of course, from the Valley of the Sun in Tempe, Arizona, and we are available for free on most major streaming services. Be sure to follow the David Bowers Awards on Twitter, LinkedIn, and, of course, Facebook. And be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards, Saturday at 12 p.m. Eastern on WRFC-FM. That is 106.3 Rochester Free Radio, which is underwritten, uh, which is a wonderful thing, by Mary Perry, who is an accredited disability representative in Rochester, New York. And you can also find us on Blog Talk Radio Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, and 6 to 7 p.m. UTC. So until next week for the David Bowers and Nick, our marvelously geeky engineer, and, uh, you know, all the other rejects here at the asylum, I am yours truly, John Bon Jovial, saying love each other, wash your hands, keep your distance, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards